This podcast is for individuals who want to be transformed in their lives by listening to specific guests in the fields of faith, family, fitness, and freedom. As a teacher, life coach, husband, father, author, and founder of 40 Days of Deliverance, my intention with each podcast is to help you grow in these specific areas. Lastly, my hope is that you will begin to learn specific habits to introduce to your lifestyle so that you can live a purposeful life that you feel fulfilled. I love you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you all the days of your life. Another order of business. I wrote a book called Freedom to Ascend, which is on sale now on Amazon.com. I will send a link in my show notes, so just click on it. It's a great price. It's a great read. So pick one up today. Another item of order, land. The Lord has given me a vision that I will be gifted land by some special soul. And this land will be used for deliverance camps to help people who are hurting and to help people come together as a family and friends and fellowship. So if you have land that you would love to donate for this cause, please go to the show notes, which I'll have my email, and just email me land. Another note, share this episode. This show is growing, and the only way it's going to grow faster is if you do one thing. Share this episode with one friend or more. Also, if you haven't left a review, do that now as well. Just do it on your app you're listening to. Now buckle up and enjoy this episode. Hey, welcome to the John Gardena Classroom. Today is a great day. We have one of my mentees on who is now a ultra runner. His name is Colin Koenig. He hails from Perry, Ohio, where I grew up and where I teach. So, Colin, welcome to the classroom, my man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so I'm going to start off of where we kind of met, and we started off um, on a 10-mile run. I believe that was New Year's Eve last year. Was that the first one? Yeah, the first time I run we did, yeah. So I finished the year doing a mile or more every day in 2022, and then Colin and Nate Smith and my friend Jen, and I think my brother was there too, um, James. Yeah. And we finished the year off strong with good 10 miles. Then I believe we ran one more time. We did 10 miles early spring. Is that correct? I think we ran twice, two uh, miles. I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really remember the first one. Yeah. So here, here's the story. This, and this, is why it's, this is why you need to listen to this whole thing. All right. So Colin was 19 when he did his first 10 miles, which previously before that i don't think he ran more than two or three miles is that correct no no i think the most i ran right. was just in wrestling yeah so we didn't count the miles but we're gonna say maybe two miles um, yeah for yeah. a practice at the most right so he just annies up does 10 miles new year's eve and then well let's fast forward just a couple months until march uh, i was supposed to have a guy run with me down in South Carolina for my 100-mile race. He wasn't able to. So I'm going to be honest. I always feel like divine intervention um, by the Holy Spirit always comes to me at the right times. So then I'm like, you know what? Who would who would be dumb enough to come down with me to South Carolina <laughs> and, and try 100 miles? 
and Colin came up in my head and I, I think I texted you and then we talked and you're like, yeah, I'll do it. So I picked him up at his house on Thursday. Um, and then we went down to South Carolina and let's, let's stop there and I'll let you speak. Cause I think it's very important from your perspective. So you get this text from me about going to South Carolina in like mid March to go do a hundred mile race. And what was your reaction to that? Yeah, I was just on my phone. I see like the DM pop up say, Hey, uh, I have this guy, he couldn't come to the race. That first one I thought it was you. And I was just in shock. And at the time I like didn't respond right away. Cause I like was super unsure. And then I started to like piece everything together. Like what an opportunity this would be. I get to spend time with John, you know, 12 hours in the car, going to meet all these other cool guys down at the race. And like, part of me thought of like, this is like, this could, this is like a blessing. Like, I have no idea what this could lead to. And I'm going to take the risk. Like I ran 10 miles with him. I have never thought of like doing a half marathon marathon, like any, any kind of crazy running like that. And then we went down and it was just the rest is history. It was incredible. So I remember distinctly when I went to your house and I remember saying like to your mom and, and to you, I go, I guarantee you this is going to change his life. Because what I know now, if I put myself in the situation when I was your age, it would have changed the total trajectory of my life. So as Colin was saying, we spent 12 hours. It was Scott Kraft, you and I. We had dinner at my house Thursday night, left at 6 a.m. Yep. to South Carolina. And we had a great Chipotle meal, by the way, uh, two hours Actually, before yeah. we got to our destination. It was so good. I love I love Chipotle before race. And we get down there at 4. We set up camp. And then Colin, I mean, I'll be honest, I, I did not know how long um, Colin would go. And I think we just expected you to be on. I'm going to be honest. I, I thought you had at least a marathon in you, which yeah. you clipped at about 1230 um, the next morning on Saturday. And I remember we have some video of that if you go to my 100-mile yeah. documentary. So, Colin, your first race you're, you you ran no more than 10 miles. You barely trained for this. And what were your expectations? Yeah, so starting off that to the tax, I think it was a total of 10-day notice. And I remember I did. I just hopped on the treadmill the next day, did five miles without stopping. And that was the most I've ran, like, without walking. I just ran five miles and ran another five miles the next day, four miles, and just tried to collect some miles in before we got down there. And then I really didn't know what to expect. I kind of knew I was going to get to like a breaking point. And I kind of just told myself when I got down there, just I'm going to go until my body, my body physically can't handle any more on my feet. And that's what we did. We hit mile 40 uh, after the first night, which was when we planned to stop. And I remember that last lap was the 5k loop. I just was broken. I remember Greg was talking to me and trying to keep my mind off of things. And, you know, that helped a lot. And I, it was just, I, it was kind of weird. I, I was sad that it was over, but at the same time, it was incredible. Like I got to a point where I physically couldn't push my body anymore. So it was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome to witness because Colin is a beast. To do what he did is unfathomable, but by any means to, to have 10 days notice to go try to do a hundred mile race and never was r running for a training plan at all. So to witness his perseverance, tenacity, toughness to go through the night and run 40 miles and just broken legs. 
uh, was was amazing to see and, and to be a witness right there with them. So we get finished around, I think it was like five in the morning the next day. So we went from 6 p.m. to five in the morning and we took a little nap. And then uh, I knew he was done because he was just, he was, <laughs> you were struggling. And that's yeah. beautiful though. Yeah, it was awesome. So to walk us through like the end of your, your night before you crashed yeah. in the tent. So I remember it was a little after we hit the marathon mark because I remember took the video, we celebrated it on the trail and then mile 30 came and just something hit me like a brick wall. Like, I'm like, why are my arms sore? Why is my back sore? My feet, my like my whole body just kind of just tensed up. And I was like, I've never felt this from running before. Like, I didn't even know I could do that to you. And I just had to just put, because I, I, was, I wasn't stopping before we hit the 40 miles. I was doing everything I could to get there. And, you know, part of me, like looking back now, I would not have kept sitting down after every loop and getting back up and your body you can barely move. It literally takes time to start being able to run again. So going back to then, I definitely would not have made that mistake, but it's my first time doing that. So, I mean, yeah, mile 30 hit me like a brick and I just kept going for the next 10 miles, gutted it out. And you did gut it out. And we had the warrior, Mr. Greg Wanberg there, which was awesome. Yep. And he did 15 miles in his jeans. And it yeah. was just, what a savage moment. And then our boy, yeah. Dr. Daniel Galasso. And yeah. <laughs> talk about what you learned from him um, during your run. Yeah, so it was my first time meeting him. And, you know, just hanging around you guys, just there was so much prayer, you know, so much praise to the Lord. And that's when I really like I was I've always been Christian got confirmed in eighth grade and you know I wasn't like praying as much like I wasn't really practicing my faith and then after that weekend it's just with all the prayer and talk on the trail like I just became so much closer with God and my life has been just so much better ever since and such a bright dude and came at me with so much wisdom and it was just an incredible time cracking jokes just the three of us the first night it was like it was definitely a time I'll never forget yeah so like and i <laughs> i just remember laughing with us being hysterical at one point and like three or four in the morning <laughs> talking about the candy man and yeah just laughing and and just yeah. suffering and it's like all those emotions together in prayer and it was it was probably one of the best nights of my life because yeah we were just together in fellowship and we were suffering together and we had joy together and we were watching other runners with their headlights and talking to them. And mm -hmm. it was such a great experience um, to just be out there on the trails. It was just beautiful. It was peaceful. It was perfect weather. And, you know, Colin, I knew, I knew when the, when you were finished that night that he was either going to make you or break you because you don't know until you, you reflect and, and really do yeah, a deep dive into what went through so this is a testament of who you are. So the next day, uh, Danny and I went with Mike Bellini and the other boys um, on the track to start. All right. And what was awesome, and I'll, I'll say their names too, Mr. Hannon, my cousin, um, you know, Mr. Tim Douglas and Mike Bellini, the warrior as well. And we went out in the pouring rain and it was seven to nine o'clock somewhere in there that it was pouring. And then you came out, you resurrected out of the tent. And you sat down and just, I mean, you were broken. Yeah. And then later that afternoon, what happened? Talk, talk it through. Cause I did not, I did not talk to yeah. you obviously during that time. You were, <laughs> yeah, you, were, you were moving. Yeah. So what happened during that time when you were watching us run? 
yeah, so I, I woke up around, I think it was like 9, 9 a.m. in the tent and, you know, it was bright out. Um, wind was going crazy. That's what woke me up. Was tents blowing everywhere, flipping over. And so I get out of the tent. I'm all sunburned, like limping over to, you know, our little setup. And Greg had his wife and kids bring Subway. So I, I was eating that. And I just kind of was sitting there like, like, this sucks at the same, this sucks at the same time, but it's, it's awesome. Like I, my body hurts so bad that it, like, I know I did something hard and I was like, I really just want to go back out there. Like I, I'm going to do more miles. I'm going to, I ended up doing two more times around with you guys. So it was six miles and you guys were like, all right, we're going to run. So we're doing the walk run. And I'm like, oh, you got to like getting a little in front of me, but you know, I, I was pushing it and it was, it was super cool to, you know, run with those other guys and get back out in the course. But it was definitely struggling those two laps, but it was, it was pretty cool to be out there again. And, Took those two laps and I remember it was later in that night uh you guys were out running and I was just kicking back in the chair seeing all the people run past me and like I had this moment I was like this is freaking sweet like you got these people you know it's two in the morning they're keep running around I'm like I'm gonna do this like I'm gonna run 100 miles one day I'm gonna get into ultras and I kind of had that moment like it just hit me and I was like this is something that I really want to do it's hard it's challenging it's something I know I can be good at. Like I just came out of the blue and did 40 miles. I know over time, like where I am now from a year from now, I'll be super successful. And it's, it's definitely a awesome moment I had. And I can literally picture it in my head. Like it was yesterday. Yeah. I mean, dude, it was, it was something to witness because something changes an individual when they're physically but also emotionally wrecked and you're drained and then you you have this intuition inside of you where you're watching other people succeed and you're you're cheering for them you're you, you know you're there to yeah. be a friend but then you you wanted to get back in the arena and mm -hmm. that's a testament of your character because you 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 know what you said to yourself I don't care how bad I hurt. I just want to be a part of it still. Right. Yeah. And I think that was what huge growth for you is that you knew you could even do more. And yeah. that, that really was the testament and the, again, the pivot point for your character. And then after the race, um, so just again, a little recap, like we finished on Sunday morning, Danny and I, at about 10 o'clock or so to get our hundred mile belt. And then we had, we, we drove back to Cleveland and then, you know, Colin and I have been in great contact with each other also with, with Danny and the other guys. And it's, it's so much fun now to watch all of us have our little social media um, going. Yeah. And Daniel's doing his, he's so funny. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's videos, awesome yeah. to watch. And Colin's so focused and intentional about his videos. And I always have a whole bunch of different stuff from my faith family, yeah. um, fitness and, and freedom of, of my podcast and who I am. But I, I honestly, I look forward to watching your videos, um, your first run in the rain today and, and then getting to the hot tub and, you know, telling people at such a young age, at only 20 in your first year of ultra running, but you're giving sound advice to people and yeah. kind of tell, tell everybody why it's important to run or maybe to be fit. And then um, where you learn this breadth of knowledge already in such a short time of your career. 
Yeah, you know, I, I I don't only think it's the running. I think everyone should be in shape. You know, it's the foundation of a successful life. You start with making those small wins in the morning, you know, making your bed, getting your water, your nutrition, staying in shape. It's, it's a respect thing. You need to respect yourself. You want to stay in shape. You want to look good. You look good. You feel good. You're going to perform good. And the running, I just, right when I started running, after that race, I took a couple of days off. I did a 10K and just been running like six times a week, five, six times a week. And it just clears my head. Like all my problems almost disappear when I'm running. I'll be stressed about something. I'll go for a run. And all of these problems just disappear through this hour run. And I think it's some of my best stuff, like video ideas, what, what I want my future to look like, what I'm going to do tomorrow, what am I going to do the rest of the day? It all comes from running. You just get this surreal moment. And I think it's, it can help everyone. You just go out there. It doesn't, you don't have to be a marathon runner. You don't have to be a half marathon runner. You can go out there. You can run for 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. Just get active, you know, observe, be so present. You know, don't think about when your run's over. Think about each footstep. Just, just have fun with it. You know, you shouldn't be outside unless you're doing, you know, speed workout or whatever, and you're dying, gasping for air. But, you know, run it low heart rate and just get out there and feel good. And I think where the self-development motivation part of me comes from, I, I think I just, it's just been something I've had like my whole entire life. And I think it's ever since I've been, I got into wrestling in the third grade, my uncle Rich, you know, picked me up, went to Beachwood wrestling practice and wrestle all the way up until college. And I think that just developed me as a person and it has taught me so much discipline faith and strength and it's really just made me the man i am today and i've carried it ever since with me you know just a huge heart the uncommon desire to succeed and waking up wanting to be the best version of me every single day through life getting stuff done doing it again tomorrow on repeat to reach a goal that of success that you know most people don't dream about in their everyday life you know they wake up and just live these normal lives you know i want to live an extraordinary life I want to help people. I want to inspire people. And that's really like my true passion and goal in life. You know, that's why I started making these videos. And that was something I struggled with. You know, I fear judgment and I feel it's a lot of other people do too. You know, they want to post videos. They want to do all these crazy things. They, they care too much about what people are going to think of them. They care about what others are going to say. And, you know, David Goggins said it best. He said, you're never going to meet a hater doing better than you. So I said, screw it. And I started posting every day and it's been awesome. You know, I look forward to creating content, help inspiring others like this. I get texts all the time saying like, you inspired me to run these, that video we made today was awesome. And just those little things that just make my day, make my day 10 times better. Well, it's the, it's the dopamine drop and it's the endorphins together where you understand, like you get this runner's high and you feel so much better when you run in the morning or even in the afternoon where you sweat, it's sweat equity. Like you're putting in the time to feel better, feel healthy. And overall, what you're doing is exactly what you said. You're inspiring people to be the best versions of themselves and to get off the couch, to quit being average and to be an extraordinary individual. Individual. So for you, I think it's, it's I just, I, the only word I could use that really defines you right now and your growth is it's amazing. I'm absolutely at awe and amazed of the exponential growth that you've had in just being around you in the past, let's say, six months or less since, let's say, March. 
and to witness what you've done um, individually as a person who has his own business, who's inspiring people with with his running videos. Um, and but I want to go back before I go forward here in regards to your past. You talked about third grade. You start wrestling. You went with Uncle Rich, yeah. who I played football with, and he's just a great human being, and you got a great fan. Your family's terrific. Yeah, uh, the Slaper family and the, just Thank wonderful yeah, people, and I love them to death. And it's it's nice to know when you're around high character people um, that you have this family dynamic that is really tight in their values. But not everyone becomes an outlier, and you are starting to become an outlier not only in your family but also um, in the community. And I want to just really hammer this point of. How important was wrestling to become the disciplined person that you are today? I mean, I'm super grateful and super blessed to have the opportunity that I was able to get out there at a young age and find a love for the sport all the way up to 12th grade of high school, senior year. And it's, there's so much discipline that has to go into the sport, showing up every single day in a hot room. You know, you're going for two hours and you're putting your body through hell for, you know, 10 hours of the week. You're competing on the weekends. It's just a sport. It's it's a brutal sport. You know, a lot of them say it's, it's a hard sport. I mean, it is. And no, no other sports doing conditioning like combat sports. You know, you have to stay in such good shape. You're cutting weight every week. You got to watch what you eat. You got to be very disciplined with what you eat. Very disciplined on the mat. You know, every single rep, you're doing hundreds of reps a day. You can't you can't take a rep off. You have to go in the room willing to be the best you can every single day. If you're really committed to the sport, you're going to be at the optional practices. I would go to every single option. Coach Rowan would always optional practice Saturday, optional practice Sunday. I was there every every time. You know, in the weight room, on the mat. It you know, starting at a young age, I think I found that how important it was to be disciplined to show up every single day and. You know, it, that's carried on in my life off the mat. And that's, that's really the more important thing. It's not what happened on the mat. It's what happens off the human you become. And when I was in high school, Coach Rowan hammered that a lot to us. He's said, I don't care how good you are in here. I care about the human you're going to be when you're done with the sport. You know, how you're going to be in a workplace, how you're going to be in life, how you are going to be in business. Because that's, that's super important. It's, it's more important than what any sport's going to do for you. How are you going to be as an actual human being outside of your hobby or whatever it is. Yeah. So coach Rowan is a phenomenal human being. Uh, he's been coaching and teaching at Perry for 30 years. Uh, I've had him as a, as a teacher. I've had, I've co-taught with him and he just instills a value system that you'll have for the rest of your life. And one of the beautiful things about teachers and mentors like that is he, understands the bigger picture it's not about the wins of the sport it's about the human being that you become through small discipline action and toughness creates a unbreakable character so would you say that because of that experience with the wrestling program that it made you into a well versatile athletic individual to where you showcased your toughness and character at that hundred mile race. And if you didn't, so here's the question, really, if you didn't wrestle, do you think you could have done what you did uh, in South Carolina? No, 
Yeah, because I, I, I really couldn't picture my life without wrestling. So I've been doing it for so long. And just the mental toughness and fortitude that that sport teaches you is like no other. You know, you can look at, not trying to call out any other sports, you know, football players, basketball players, they're not going to have the same mental fortitude as someone that's given their all in wrestling that knows how to give it all your guts. I mean, it's, it's, it is a brutal sport. And I think that coach Rowan was a phenomenal human, phenomenal coach. And that's, that's helped me, you know, going back to my uncle Rich, you know, worked with me so much as a young kid. And I don't think without him, I wouldn't be in the sport. I wouldn't be where I am today. I want to give big thanks to him and all my wrestling coaches because I definitely wouldn't be as strong of a man I am today without that sport. Yeah, I think you couldn't say it any better. I think this is what I would, would tell people in life who are listening right now. You need a good coach. You need a mentor. You need someone who holds you accountable, who loves you and supports you, because those are key things that are going to make you thrive as an individual when you grow up in life. And some people never grow up in life because they're either afraid of the hard work and sacrifice it takes to become good at something, um, or they're just lazy. Um, but we all have a choice, and the choice should be where you want to be a contributor and not a give me the hands out like, oh, I need I need something from other people. We should always want to be yeah. the benefactor. We want to benefit by serving others and growing. And what I've witnessed from you again is uh, I see just great growth and strength in you. And I want to move forward to where you're at right now. So tell me uh, how important it is to have a vision board for your future and where you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Because goals without being written down or you know, not having a clear goal, they're just dreams and hopes. You know, you're just kind of flipping a coin. So I started... At the same time around when we did the race, I started writing down my goals, writing down steps I'm going to take to get to my goals. And actually, most of my like goals and my visions changed after that race because you know, I, I truly think I, like, I found my passion. I found the type of development person I want to be. And taking waking up every morning and take looking at that board, seeing what you want, knowing what you have to do to get there, knowing what has to be done, no one's going to get it done for you. So... If no one's going to do it, who is? You're going to have to do it. And another thing is, I feel like if you're going to have a vision or a goal, you're going to have to take the you're going to have to take the qualified steps to do what you need to do. Yeah, I think, I think that, I mean, dude, like again, I can't say this enough. You're only 20 years old, and you, you sound like you're at least in your 30s. Um, do you <laughs> mind talking about what what's on your vision board? Just so we can kind of get yeah. a glimpse of where you're at. Yeah. So what after my race, I you know started posting all this content and started to fall a strong love for running. And you know, I look at what you're doing. You really inspire me, and, and all these uh, other guys I listen to their podcasts. You know, they super successful guys and great visions, great standards. And I want to live my life to the highest of standards, and I want to help other people live their lives to the highest of standards. You know, I want to create a community. I want to be a coach and a life development coach, self-development coach, help with your confidence, help with your running coach, you know, doing these things for these people that you, you need a mentor if you're, you feel stuck. And I know a lot of people feel stuck. They, they lack their passion. They, they don't know what they really want. And 
if they're gonna, I feel like I'd be a great person for someone to come to, to help someone truly find what they want to do in life. And no, that's what I really want to do with my brand. So posting every day, growing, you know, getting my name out there, showing people what I do, how I live my life, what I stand for. You know, I think that's a big part of it is people need to trust you. They need to know who you are. They need to know what you believe in, what you stand for, the kind of life you live. That's, that's such a big part of people trusting you and people wanting to work with you. So wake up, work out, run, work on my self-development, post my content. What am I going to do today to get what I want to get done tomorrow, done today? Dude, that's, <laughs> oh my God, this is so good. I think what I love to see and I love to witness is I love to see the transformation of individuals. All right. And when you witness that, it brings me such joy because I'm I'm seeing individuals who are not only athletically growing, that's that's part of it though, but you're growing yeah. in maturity. You're 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 growing in wisdom of of how to live a best life. And that's really the nutshell of what I do, what I do every single day of my life, my family, teaching, coaching, all that stuff. And that's what you're starting to understand. And you found your niche and to find your niche when you're 20 years old to say, I have a passion for ultra sports, ultra athletic sports. I have a passion yeah. to show people like what I can do and what I am doing and how I'm maturing and how I could help you get off the couch, start your business, do things that are it's going to help you, your family, your community. And it's, it's such a beautiful um, thing to witness because you, you're saying all the right things. And not only are you saying the right things about having a vision, having a passion, having standards, you know, wanting to mentor people is that you're actually going to live those out. And the reason why you're yeah. doing it is because you know who you are. Your identity is forged. And it was forged maybe that run of finding an awakening of who Colin is. And now that you know who you are, you've absolutely taken that torch and you've been running full speed ahead and ensuring people that, look, you can do this. You can start running. You can start being healthy. And I just think it's just a testament, again, of, of where you're going in life. So by the time 10 years from now, instead of me saying it, where do you see yourself in maybe five, 10 years? Yeah, so five to ten years, I see myself, you know, doing something similar you're doing. You know, me on the other side, interviewing people, doing podcasts with other people, coaching hundreds, if not thousands, of people to improve their lives. You know, um, helping ultra runners get in the best shape, helping with their nutrition, you know, just being the best version of myself. And you know, I feel like a lot of people they lack the confidence and they lack the passion and they're almost too scared to start. You know, they know where they want to go. They know the steps to get there, but they just can't implement it. So that's, I want to help those people. And the one thing about that is you, you're never going to be able to help someone that does not want to help themselves. Yeah, I think that's uh, perfectly, perfectly said. I think, I think a lot of people, I really believe this. I think a lot of people want to get better. And they mm -hmm. just don't know how to do it. Yeah. And yesterday I was listening to a podcast with my buddy, Jeff Forrester and Brody Malone. 
And the one thing he said was like, if you want to be the best, you have to know what comes with it. So you know you're going to have to be, have major discipline and change of lifestyle. But the one thing is, is like he said, if it wasn't for his coaches being the best, that he would never have gotten to the Olympics. So yeah. with that being said, it really resonated with me. And everybody needs a coach. Like think about it when you're growing up yeah. playing, when you wrestled, football, baseball, <laughs> yeah. basketball, whatever the sport, you yeah. had a coach, right? Absolutely, and if he, yeah. was, he or she was a good coach, you grew in that sport. You know, you got better, yeah. you saw results, and you, you trusted them. And it's the same thing in life. We get away from coaches because we think we don't need that. We, we absolutely need a life coach or some sort of running coach or whatever the niche that you have is because you want to get better. And if you want to get better, you need someone to help lead you there. And it's about yeah. accountability and it's about trust and it's about growth. So, you know, for you, Colin, I really see you in the future doing exactly what you said, um, whether yeah. it's um, ultra running coach, whether it's a life coach, you know, you have, you have a great bright future because you're building that foundation right now off of your values and experiences and future experiences to lead people to the promised land, which is a transformed life into the pe the person that they need to be for themselves and for everyone around them. So before we end, um, I do want to say that Colin also started his own business called Clean and Shine. It's a car detailing. So he's doing that as well, um, as besides um, improving his brand. And what have you learned from the business side of things? How to do, how, um, getting better at working with people. You're going to have all kinds of different people you work with in business. You know, you're going to have the nitpicky people, you're going to have the pleased people. And, People negotiating, people are going to try to chip you on your prices. They're going to try to knickknack your the results. You know, just dealing with people is probably the biggest thing because not everyone's the same. There, everybody's you know you're going to find so many people that are completely different. And I made a video on that the other day. You know, everybody in this earth, they're, all their details, of their life are different. So, I think just working with people, and then a lot of like marketing, branding is super important. And I, I'd say that was the biggest thing, though, was definitely definitely dealing with people is the, the biggest thing I learned. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, a key in life, to be honest with you, is uh, communication uh, is probably one of the biggest things that breaks down between people and relationships, whether it's, yeah. you know, your partner, whether it's at your workplace. Um, so the best thing to do is learn how to be a better communicator. And you I've learned this, too. If you think the person knows what you're thinking, you're wrong. So yeah. the best advice to do is we have technology. Just text them. Text the individual. Make sure everything's good. And the better you can be a communicator, the better leader you become in your business, your family. And that's, that's vital for success, for longevity of, of just, again, go back to, to growth in whatever area that is in your life. Um, you know, Colin, you're special, man. I am. Yeah, I appreciate. I it. wanted to wait. I wanted to wait to do this because uh, I wanted to end with uh, you. He just did a, a 50k. Um, I think a month and a half ago, he just did a 50 miler, the Burning River, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Him and I are going to do a 100k in November, and yeah. it's just like every single 
every single couple months, he just getting better and better and better. Absolutely. And what, what have you learned from this journey from the hundred miler to the past two races about who you are and your growth? Just being so much more patient, you know, and that translates to other aspects of life. You know, everyone's looking for the easy ticket, the easy way out. You know, they want that result in an instant and for their goals. They just want to be there. They want a fancy car, fancy lifestyle, whatever it is, you know, and putting that in the running aspect, you're on mile 10 out of 50. You know, it might be a short period of time. You you can't think about mile 50. You can't think about the two aid stations from now. You got to think about your next footstep and where you are, you know, look around, look at the trees, be present with yourself, be patient, be deliberate and focus on the next aid station in your runs. And I think that it's what's helped me so much is just being the kind of person that is not super focused on the end goal, but more focused on the journey to get there. So I said, just start with winning the day. Win the days, win the week, win the weeks, win the month, win the month, win the year, win the year, win the life. Andy Fursell talks about that a lot. And, you know, like that's kind of what I live by. So just focus at it one at a time. And if you know you're putting everything in a day at a time that you can, that it's it's gonna it's gonna be okay. You're gonna you're gonna get there. You know, there's you can be super hard on yourself and keep telling yourself you didn't do enough, but that, you know that's you're going to get to a point where you're just going to burn yourself out. So, you know, when you go to bed at night and you know, you can go to bed saying I did everything I can today to prepare for tomorrow and just keep repeating that every single day. And you're going to get to where you want to go. I'm, I'm still baffled that you're only 20 and you're saying this. Like I just, <laughs> you've learned, you, see, then this is the beautiful thing. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you why this is so joyful mm. for me. You do not have to go to college. You don't have to get your PhD. You do not have to have formal education to learn wisdom. Okay. And what Colin is putting on a show right now is telling you that you have to have a vision. You have to have a passion. You have to learn from experiences of doing hard things. And he said that the exact things you have to do in life, enjoy the journey. Be present where you are, because when you're present where you are, you just are more grateful for everything you have. You can't look to the future every single minute. You have to have a vision for the future, but you definitely have to have a plan to be present and execute and have small wins. And when you do that, your confidence grows and you become this unstoppable individual who knows you're making progress because you're winning every single day because you are doing the most important thing. You know what that is? You are valuing you and respecting yourself when you are disciplined and say what you're going to do and you actually take action to do that. So Colin, man, I'm just, I'm damn proud of the man that you are. I just can't wait to see where you go and, and I'm yeah. going to be patient in that process, but I'll be right there beside you in your journey because I just love, I really do love, um, I just love who you are and I love who you are becoming. And it's really joy, joyful to my heart to see where you're at. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know if you can, if, uh, can you hear me still? I had to take my headphones out because my phone was about to die. Oh, you're fine. You're You're good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. No, it's been, I truly don't think I would be where I am right now 
today if it wasn't for you texting me that to come down to the race. I mean, that changed the trajectory of my life. You know, God's plan. It was just, just such a blessing, such a blessing. I can't say how grateful I am and blessed to be in this position I am today. Well, just remember, everybody, God's good all the time, and you just have to listen to his still small voice, and he'll direct you not only for your life, but also to how to lead others in their life. So we'll end on that, actually. It's perfect. It's a perfect note. So everyone, um, Colin, follow Colin. I'll put everything in the show notes, his Instagram and TikTok and all the above. And if you need, if you live in the local area, phenomenal detailer, does a great job, did my mom's car. Um, for her, I think, yeah, it was for her birthday about a month ago. Yeah. High, highly detailed in just all the respects of, of high quality and what he does. And that's how he lives his life. Colin is a man of value. Colin is a man of vision. Colin is a man who is going to be an outlier life. And that's how you're supposed to live life. So you're on your way cool. yeah. to living just a beautiful way. And I can't wait to have a family one day and you're running with your kids like I am now. Yeah. And, but just enjoy the journey right now. Be present. Absolutely. Yeah. So Colin, be any present. last words? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean, we summed it up. I mean, I was, I was awesome. I had fun. It was a blast. First podcast been on first of many, first of many. So. It was, a, it was a blessing to be on here with you. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, you got a bright future. Just uh, my best advice for you and for everyone listening is just never doubt yourself because God gave you talents and treasures to live a fulfilled life and exhaust those gifts on this earth before you perish to go to heaven. So for everyone listening, get after it. Start living the better version, transformation of your mind so you can live a fulfilled life. I love you guys. I love it. Colin, thank you so much for being on. And this thank class is is dismissed. Thanks, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it.